Hmm, I crave superheroic content. Let's see what's on. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Hmm, nah, don't think so. I'm Batman. Hmm, not really what I'm looking for. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Ugh, absolutely not. This is Robin the Boy Wonder. I'm Batman. Aha, now that's more like it. If you see Adam West as the one true Batman, then this is the podcast for you. Tune in every other Thursday on your favorite podcast source to hear Tim and Paul discuss the 1966 series and everything connected with it. What's the podcast called? To the Bat Poles. To the Bat Poles. To the Bat Poles. You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Hi, Natalie, and Merry Christmas, and welcome to the show. Hi, Rebecca. Merry Christmas. It's almost Christmas here in Radioland. Yeah. And we just got done watching some claymation. Fun stuff. That all of us in our generation and our parents' generation watched growing up on the TV. Because yes. they were on, like, every year. And we're talking about, just in general, Christmas claymation. And fun kind of things we watched as kids. I do have to say, too, I remember a lot more when I was a kid watching the stuff and when people's just, like, eyes would disappear or ran, like, eyebrows would disappear. <laughs> or eyebrows were on hats yes, a lot. I love eyebrows on hats. Um, because they just had to draw them wherever or, I guess, put them and then move them for the next scene. Do you think that they thought that we as kids would not notice... Or do you think that they thought it was a funny thing to put eyebrows on hats? Like, a lot of I, things I think they were like, nobody will notice. Yeah. I think they didn't think people would notice. And then it's like, there's, you know, old timiness to it with no, uh, what word am I looking for? Technology and advancements in the way they could make stuff. Mm-hmm. So, because I have a feeling, isn't that some of the stuff that happened, like, even, like, on the Flintstones that people's eyebrows yeah. would be on hats or yeah. on, like, something else. So, yeah. I think that's true. We noticed a lot of things when we were kids. Cause yeah. I know. I noticed that. Yeah. So, we just got w- done watching Santa Claus is Coming to Town, mm-hmm. which was um, on ABC in 1970. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was earlier. Earlier than that, than that yeah. And this one was starring Fred Astaire. Mm-hmm. He was the narrator who was like, I guess, the mailman. He seemed, yes, his hat said post on it. So that means he, months. Months. That means pressure. he was the postman. Plus, he started that out because he had all the letters from all the kids yes. in his bags. He was explaining where Santa Claus came from, which was an interesting Although story. we were disturbed because he was just opening all the mail that was addressed to Santa. Yeah. Which and is, he's all like, let me open this and see what kind of letters these are. We're like, hey. That's a felony. It's for Santa. Uh, this also starred Mickey Rooney mm-hmm. and Keenan Wynn, yes. who was... Digger Barnes. Mm-hmm. Digger Barnes on Dallas. And once you pointed that out to me, I could tell by Winter's voice. Oh, yeah. From the Digger Barnes voice. Yes. yes. And... It, so, let me read you the synopsis. Santa Claus is Coming to Town um, is a stop-motion Christmas television special. 
Um, it stars, like we said, Fred Astaire, Mickey Rooney, Keenan Wynn, Robbie Lester, John Gardner, and Paul Fries. Hold on. Oh, it's it's created using Japanese stop motion animation called Animagic. Oh. They're all made out of wood and plastic and animated with stop motion photography, which gives it that creepy jerky motion. Yes. That's interesting and very, as you pointed out, how they express emotion by their pupils changing. Yes, their yeah. pupils would, like, change size or shape. And when yeah. they would close their eyes, instead of using the eyelids that we saw that they had, right. they would close their pupils. Close their pupils, yeah. And then, yeah, anytime there was, like, extreme emotion, all of a sudden, the giant pupil became the whole eye. This... I guess, like, Santa is a baby, and he's abandoned, and then mm-hmm. he's given to some Nazis, I guess? Well, we're lucky because it seemed like those Nazis found this little baby Claus. Yeah. And brought them into Mr. Meist- Burger Meister Meister Burger. <laughs> who is, like, apparently the head Nazi from what we could gather from this movie. They all seem like Nazis. Yeah. And he's like, they're, ah. they're wearing Nazi helmets. Yeah. And he's all, what would I do with a baby? Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's all angry, and he goes, get that out of here. Take it somewhere else. So they lose it. They lose the baby in yeah. the snow. And then some yeah. critters take him to some elves, led by an elf named Dingle Kringle. Dingle Kringle. <laughs> uh-huh. And his merry band of brothers, it all <laughs> rhymed, too. I didn't quite get them all, because it all sounded like Dingle Kringle. <laughs> it did, yeah. And my I brother Dingle, and my brother Dingle, and my brother Dingle. Dingle, Dingle, Dingle. And I was like... What? Okay. And he and he grows up, and then he meets a penguin who resembled... Hugsy. Joey's penguin, Hugsy. From Friends. From Friends, of yeah. course. I didn't notice that till well into it, and in the back of the penguin, and because he has a scarf on. Yeah. So I thought it was Hugsy. Yeah. And he honks to talk, the penguin. He does honk. He he's also... Like, honk, 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 honk. I guess has lips on his beak. Yes. Because he's always kissing people. And when uh, the baby was growing up, like, there was all these things that it would learn. And all of a sudden, it's in, like, a snowy, crazy area. And some seals just come out of the icy water. (laughs) And the way they, you would think they'd honk more a little bit. Mm -hmm. But their sound turned into ho, ho, ho. Mm -hmm. And that's what baby Santa learned, you know. Yeah. Well, Chris, we should call him. His name is Chris Kringle. Yeah, they didn't call him Santa Claus until he needed an alias yes. because he was running from the Nazis. He was running from the Nazis. And his little t- baby tag said Claus when they all found yeah. him. So that's where. But he's Chris Kringle because he was with the Kringles. Although that doesn't rhyme. So why did they name him Chris? I never did get that part either. Yeah. They should have named him Kringle Kringle. Kringle No, wait, Kringle. that's already. Baby Kringle, even. Or Bingle no. Kringle. Bingle Kringle? Yeah. <laughs> um... So, so yeah. it's all like this is how, how Santa Claus came to be, and here's a bunch of little Easter eggs about blah blah blah, and so that was the thing, and yeah. it was just as creepy as all the other claymations that we yes. watched when we were kids. And this was kind of even worse because of the terror factor, because like we said, we're pretty clear it, that there's Nazis, <laughs> and they're like. No one's to have any fun. There should be no toys. If anyone's found with a toy, they'll be arrested. Uh-huh. So Burgermeister is all angry, and he tells all these Nazis that they should go around and search for toys, which they do, and arrest small children. Uh-huh. Small children who, by the way, are forced into slave labor. Yes. Because they're all, like, laundry people, and they have to wash the stocking. Yeah, because Chris Kringle comes along with toys and finds two little kids who are now black and white children because they're so sad. Yeah, and, and he's, by the gray. way, has red hair and blue eyes Mm. and is wearing a santa coat 
And so then he explains to the children that they should play with toys and sings kind of a creepy song about how you have to exchange a kiss for a toy. <laughs> but, but first you have to sit on his lap. And sit on his lap, yeah. So we're like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> I mean, we were watching this as adults, of course. So that's, you know. But also he's like... Um, if you complain and are sad about being slaves, then I'm not going to give you toys. Ha <laughs> ha, but really, if you sit on my lap, I totally yeah, will. Yeah. <laughs> and pay your price, a kiss for a toy or whatever they keep singing. And it was very so bizarre. Weird. So all the kids come out and get toys. And then, of course, uh, oh, the lady that comes along, she's the mm. school teacher. And she's like, Mr. Chris Kringle, how are you possibly doing this? What are you to give these kids yeah. toys? And he gives her a China doll because she kind of looks like a China doll. She does. And she's, she's very like, pretty and voluptuous. I never had a China doll as a child. And so she's all excited. And then she's on board with like his whole mm. way of being. And she helps him escape the Nazis. Yeah. And, and we forgot about uh, Winter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a scary warlock. warlock who's giant and lives in the woods. Mm-hmm. And he's made out of ice or whatever. Yes. I think. I'm not really sure. But he's played by Kanan Wynn. Yeah. And he has very long fingers. Very long um, fingers. And at first his face is kind of on his chest. Yeah. And then, like, he, Chris Kringle, like, melts him because he gives him a toy and no one's ever given him a toy. Mm-hmm. And so then there's all singing and dancing again, of course. But he also has some magical powers. So he has a snowball and you can see into it. And that's also how you can see if children are being naughty or nice. Yeah. And have and all the info you need. He loses his power, but he doesn't say how. He's just like, I lost my powers. And then they're like, darn. And then later when they're all in jail, he's like, I did lose my powers, but I have pockets full of all of this crap. Like, I've got some magic wands and stuff. And, oh, I also have these grains or corn or whatever yes. that make reindeer fly. But that's so inconsequential to no anything that anyone ever cares about. Right. No one would need that. Yeah. And Jessica, who's the pretty lady, yes. is like... We could use that for things. And then they're all out of jail. Yeah. And she's all, I have some reindeer friends. I'm going to go give this to them. And then all of a sudden they can fly. And then magically, when they could fly, everyone's out of jail. And that's how they figure out how to deliver toys. Except then Burgermeisters, like, lock up all the doors Mm -hmm. and windows of everyone's homes. So Chris Kringle is told by Hugsy the Penguin. It's not Mm -hmm. actually Hugsy. It's name is like Tucker or something. (laughs) I don't remember Um, its name. And... He tells him he should go in the chimney, which he then does. And then that's how they also hide their toys into stockings that are hanging on the chimneys. They're all kinds of subverting the Nazis. It's kind of fun. Dumbest Nazis. They are the dumbest. Because they tore that one house apart, but then didn't look in the giant overfilled stockings hanging from the chimney. They're like, all we see is stockings. And (laughs) then they're like, let's move on. And the kids Uh, are like, we see them because we're children. Exactly. But they all... Eventually, I guess Burgermeister Meister Burger dies, and Santa well, cause, yeah, because Chris old. Kringle's run out of town. Santa's run out of town. Yeah. They get to the North Pole, and they build a castle, slowly, which I yeah. never knew he lived in a castle. No. I thought he lived in like a little, like just a little igloo or something. <laughs> I mean, they're like Santa's <laughs> castle and workshop. So yeah. I guess I always just assumed he lived at the workshop. Because all you ever hear about is yeah. Santa's workshop. I thought workshop. he had like a little house. Yeah. It's just the two of them. But according to these guys, he's got a castle. castle. And he gets really old, as does Jessica. Oh, yeah, because they, they get married. Yes, they got married. Oh, that's right. They got married. That's how Christmas trees came about. Because they got married, but no one was around because they were outcasts. Mm-hmm. So they decorated some pine trees. Mm-hmm. And then they put their gifts for each other under the tree. 
Hence the first Christmas tree. And that's why we give each other gifts. It has yes. nothing to do with the three wise men. It has to do with Santa Claus it has to do getting with married. Santa getting married. To the pretty lady. Yes. And then also the squirrels in attendance gave each other's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they were wrapped up. <laughs> so, uh, so he's like, what'd you get me? Oh, what'd you get oh, me? It's a nut. This looks like a nut. Okay, good. thanks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's how and they... it's happily ever after. Yeah, it was great. It was a good story of how Christmas came about. And then dancing Fred Astaire, like, <laughs> wanted to make sure we knew that. And that, that's how the letters mm-hmm. get to Santa. Also, the letters are delivered by uh, the forest animals. Which yeah, was also I good. never knew that Me when neither. I was a kid. I thought that the post office takes them to I the North so Pole too. because that's yeah. who you address them to. That's who my kids always address them to. Um, and Fred Astaire is the only one who gets to look like himself in claymation true, form. True. Or I guess not claymation. I keep calling it claymation, but they're it saying that it's not claymation, but it doesn't really matter. I don't yeah, care. It's hard to say that. So. doesn't matter. No. It's wood. Woodmation. That wood-mation. doesn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> I do like uh, also that there's like, I think when like Mickey Rooney is supposed to be like just laughing like funny, it's a little mm-hmm. bit creepy. It's like the plan laugh. You know, Phoebe and Joey's plan oh. laugh. Because oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, he kind of, like, is laughing about fun stuff, but that's how it sounded. It was all, oh, 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 <laughs> And I'm like, that's a weird laugh to have during this time. But it was it was good times. So, And we also tried to watch a little bit of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. Which is the one that I... I think that's the only one as a kid I would sit through. Me too. Because it wasn't as creepy yeah, as the other ones, but it still had some. Creep it's herky jerky because again, it's like the the claymation, like we call it or whatever. And we watched an abbreviated <laughs> version of it tonight, which was fine. Well, but I mean, we all grew up on that, and uh, although I did notice watching it today, how much, you know, why what I don't know why we're shocked that uh, kids call each other names after watching something like this because all the reindeer were making fun of Rudolph's nose, mm-hmm. and I know that's part of the song, so. I get it. Yeah, yeah. They're but going by the song. It was just like... They were mean. Like, they it, were, it yeah. was very... It did give me flashbacks to childhood. It was like, there's the coach, mm-hmm. like the sports coach who was teaching everyone to fly, but he had like the coach with whistle and the coach hat. Mm-hmm. And he was totally condoning the making fun of the kid who was different. And literally like, uh, like shamed the father yeah. for bringing Rudolph. Um, Who's the father? That Donner? was Santa Donner? Claus. Yeah, who did that? Was like, why'd you bring your kid well, here? Yeah, if Santa he did that too. Exactly. Oh my and God, crazy. yeah, total flashbacks. And I was like, hmm, I don't know about this. Yeah, that was bad. So Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was made in 1964, mm. and it's a stop motion. And they look—they're like little fuzzy puppets. Yeah. And I always remember thinking it was odd that the girl reindeer are all light colored yes and the boy reindeer are darker colored and that's how you know that's even how cartoons are now that you just said that yeah cartoons do that too yeah they make the men a little bit darker shade like the lion king exactly yeah you're right which is weird because there's other ways for you can tell because all the girls have eyelashes yes and the boy deers don't and then don't isn't that real anyway, though, that males grow the antlers and females don't? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, again, I guess when they're little baby deer. But though, all of the they... boys had their little nubs right. on their heads. On their and head. the girls were wearing. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And the, 
the girls were wearing bows. Right. And they had eyelashes. And <clears> I <throat> am, if I remember this, again, we're kind of switching gears, but there's like a cartoon of Rudolph. And I feel like mm-hmm. Clarice has a pink nose. But she's got hmm. a black nose, and this one, like, all mm-hmm. of the deer besides yeah, Rudolph. Right. And I feel like she might be They pink. were both different together. Mm-hmm. But then Clarice is like, don't run away, Rudolph, because we were going to hang out together. And he's like, why would you want to hang out with me? And she's like, I don't care if you're different. And that's the lesson we learned. Exactly. Because she was like, I like you anyway. Nobody likes him until he proves that he's useful. Mm-hmm. True. And then Santa's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Except Clarice. She seems to be all yeah. like, no, I'm good. Yeah, she's totally into him. But, yeah, Santa's like, we don't want to have anything to do with this weird reindeer. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, wait, it's snowing really hard. We need you. Now we all love you. Yes. The end. The end of Rudolph. Oh, and the whole thing about the elf. There's like a, there's like a subplot with the elves. Mm-hmm. And there's the one elf whose name I don't remember. Hold on. Because that has to do with the misfit toys, right? Yeah, there's an island of toys that aren't good enough to be given to children. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember what all their issues were, but, like, the elephant had spots. And who wants an elephant with spots? Well, I've seen lots of elephants with spots. And that creepy jack-in-the-box, was it just stuck open? Is that what the problem was? I guess, again, we watched the abbreviated version today, so if you all just recently watched... That by yourself or with your children, you can let us know That's how great. that yeah. happened. Um, hold on. What was the question? Oh, the guy, the elf who's different. Mm-hmm. See, this, that's how the elf and Rudolph find each other. Oh, because they're both different. They're both and they different. both, I think, end up at the island for misfit toys because they're misfits. Mm, that's true. Let's see. Burl Ives plays Sam the Snowman, who's the narrator. And if I was going to be made into a cartoon, and my cartoon was a snowman, I would be upset. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "Here, this is this is a figure that that fits that you. You should be here. You're a snowman. Be a snowman." We do have to mention too that the dad like thinks he's going to get made fun of and has him cover his red nose mm-hmm. with a fake black nose so he'll fit in. And then he talks like this because his he nose does. is being blocked. The elf's name is Hermie. Hermie? H-E-R-M-E-Y. Oh. And he wants to be a dentist. He doesn't like being an elf. So that's why all oh. the other elves make fun of him because he's always trying to do dentistry. Oh, that's a very strange thing. But <laughs> and in the end, I think he gets to be a dentist in the end. Oh, okay. So it all works mm. out in the end. Another one that we watched all the time when we were kids, but I, I really averted my eyes. I did not watch this one when I was a kid. It was the A Year Without the Santa Claus. Mm. Or A Year Without a Santa Claus or whatever. Yeah. And like peop- my mom's always like, oh, A Year Without a Santa Claus. Everybody loves that. And I'm like, I don't, though. Hmm. That's the one with the heat miser yeah. and the what was his name? Um, I don't even know the ice, the, the heat miser, and the ice cold miser. Cold miser. <laughs> I think it was. I think it really was actually. Really? Hold on. Is it just the cold miser? Cold miser and the heat miser. I'm looking for it. Okay, let's see. Shirley Booth plays Mrs. Claus. Mickey Rooney as Santa Claus. Snow Miser is Dick Sean. Ah, the Snow Miser. And George Irving is Heath Miser. So they sing their songs. 
And I really, as I said when we were watching it, I always thought the heat miser was in hell. It, it, I know it was in a volcano, but yeah. I might have missed the part where they showed the volcano. For sure. Like, as a child, that's what you'd remember. They're just in some place that looks like it's on fire, mm-hmm. and he's all about the heat, and he has little heatlets that dry, <laughs> dance around him that appear to be naked. Yeah. Everybody and, appears to not be wearing pants. Yeah. Both the, the snow, snow miser, miser and the heat miser both have shirts on that are kind of like... Uh, they look like they have like little cutouts at the bottom, but they're oversized shirts, and yeah. both look like they don't have pants on. Yeah, but like when they're they Donald the Snow Miser, looks like he has like silver tights, but it's which, creepy. Which tights are not pants? No, I've said this that's before. True. Especially you can't just wear tights on a and a dude. shirt. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. The Snow Miser also looks like he's just got like runny nose because Ew. he's got icicles everywhere, and they're hanging from and his they're nose. They're hanging from his giant nose, and I was like, "This is really, really weird." <laughs> So these are the things that traumatized us as kids because mm-hmm. they play these at Christmas every single year. And the heat miser was all about, yeah, it does seem. And then yet there's this little kids just watching it like, oh, this is great. With Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Because they're saving Christmas or something. I don't even know. I, I don't can't even remember the premise. I didn't watch it enough that I would remember. Right. Me neither. We just knew that this stuff was creepy. <laughs> this part of it was creepy. We were like, oh, the heat miser is like very scary looking. It came out in 1974. So oh, literally right been before. watching this yes. our whole lives. Indeed. Very, very creepy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is our creepy Christmas episode. (laughs) (laughs) What we hate about TV Christmas. Because there was lots of good stuff, of course, for children. I mean, I feel like, you know, cartoon-wise especially, Frosty the Snowman, we're happy. Happy birthday! I watched Frosty the Snowman with my kids last year or the year before, I don't remember. And halfway through it, I was like, um, something's not right here. Hmm. Like, he takes these kids on a train. That's true. God, I haven't seen it forever, but I and forgot then he about gets that. Murdered. <laughs> <laughs> he gets murdered. And, and, the, and the adults don't believe about the talking snowman, and the kids are like, no, you gotta believe us, blood. Oh, my this God. It's weird. Too funny. It's weird. What? Okay, so since it's Christmas, mm-hmm. and it also in real time was just your birthday. Yes. I got you something. Oh, you did? Ooh, I'm so excited. It's something for the show, but it's also something that I got because I was like, it's Natalie's birthday. I'll get her this. Yay. So I didn't wrap them. There's okay. two things. Okay. I'm going to give them to you. I'm so excited. Okay, it's a happy birthday, Merry Christmas. Oh, yay. <gasps> oh, my gosh. 80s and 90s trivia. So, Oh, yeah. my God. And they're like little TV sets. How cute the little cards are. They're <gasps> trivia cards, and what I thought we could do is... Wow. Huh? Yes. I thought that we could each choose one card from each stack to read to the other one. Oh. And then we could try to answer the questions. We'll give the listeners at home, like, a, a short chance. minute to answer the question mm-hmm. before we guess. Oh, I like it. Do I, I like do that? It. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna have to take a minute because one of these is sealed. We're are we gonna we're gonna do uh how many did you say? Oh these one each from each stack. So a nineties. Oh, okay. So there's a stack of eighties trivia cards and a stack of nineties trivia cards. Yes. And so we're each gonna what pull one just off the stack. Take one off the top. And each of us will you ask. read one to me, I'll read Goodness. one to you. Okay. Get like it open I there. Like it. I like it. Oops. Come on, come on. This is a Christmas special. I am so excited. Okay, how fun. 
Ooh, almost knocked over my drink. Okay. So I'll go first. Okay. I'll pick a 90s. Okay. Tri- you know what? I better cut the cards just in case. Just in case. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, now give our, give our listeners a chance to answer before I blurt minute. it out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This one has choices. You oh. have three choices. Okay. Which American singer regularly featured in Ally McBeal performing at a local bar? Paula Cole, Vonda Shepard, Natalie Imbruglia. Take a drink before you answer. I can reread the the answers if you want. Hmm. Okay. Did we give them enough time? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say first and foremost, I've never seen Allie McBeal in my life. Same. So for some reason, though, I want to guess uh, Vonda. Vonda Shepard. Ding, 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 Is ding, that ding. Right? You are correct, oh. sir. Yay. Yay. Well, that was good because I just totally guessed. So that's wonderful. Okay. All right. Now you pick one. And I'll, should I pick one from the 80s? Sure. Here, I'm going to cut the cards too, even though this one was just opened. But I just like to do that because it's fun. <laughs> so professional. So cute. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm scared. <gasps> Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going to get it, aren't I? Okay. Well, what famous catchphrase does Sam Beckett usually utter at the end of each episode of Quantum Leap? Take a drink. Catchphrase does Sam utter at the end? Do you want me to Mm. give you a hint? Okay. 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 Oh boy! Oh boy! Ding ding! Yay! <laughs> ding 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 ding! Okay. How exciting! Would you do that? Even a, oh, the, yeah, in yours. This yeah. is mine. Okay, there here you we go. go. Get in there. Now I'm gonna pick an '80s. Okay. This is so fun. This is fun. I love it. Could we do a whole episode we of this? We should. Okay. People are gonna love it. Okay. Now oh, you're not gonna get this. Oh dang! <laughs> dang it! You might. Okay. You might. What type of salesman was Al Bundy in the sitcom Married with Children? There are choices. Oh. A shoe salesman, a car salesman, an insurance salesman. Take a drink. Okay. What type of salesman was Al Bundy in the sitcom Married with Children? Um, once again, everyone, Rebecca has pointed out that I've never watched this, which is true, but I, I guess I had it in my head... Before you gave the choices, that he was a shoe salesman. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, good job. Hey. We are so good at this. Okay, now I get to right, do a nineties. Yeah. Which actress plays the oldest and most sexually active of the Sex in the City girls? Wow. Do I have choices? No. I don't know any of the I was gonna say I had to I would have had to probably describe most of them. No, yeah. I okay, I know, okay, but like yeah. I think I know. So okay. it's it's that's floating in my okay. Oh, okay. It's the the really tall blonde woman. Yes, but I don't know what her name is. Kim Cattrall. Dang, yes, yes. Okay. Yay, ding ding. I, I got know. It. Is that another show that neither of us have watched? I Sex in the City. You know, I watched it when it first came out. I watched it like four or five episodes. I, and then I realized it wasn't for me. See, I never watched it. And I, I know so many of my friends in my older years that are like, oh, my God, the best show ever. And I kind of just saw bits and pieces of it when it was on because people would talk about mm-hmm. it. 
But yeah, I always feel like I should go back and watch it, I guess. Well, I don't know if I should. I think, but. I'm not sure what year it started, but I hmm. think that I was engaged at the time. Oh. Yeah. I, it was very late right. 90s, and I just didn't feel like mm-hmm. I was at the place where I needed to watch it. So, you know, about you a bunch of single correct. ladies in New York, which in New York, is yes. not what I was. Which would have been a fun time, so. Yay, trivia! Well, you know what? Thanks. Next time we get together we'll play yeah. this again and <gasps> for sure our um listeners can also play along. play at home because that's so fun yay so happy birthday merry christmas oh thank you so much um and today we're you brought us some yummy whiskey spicy ginger and orange cocktail in a can yes it's so delicious it's so By good my friend christy brought those over so yay thanks christy all right so that's our short christmas episode do you have yeah. anything else to say about christmas i don't think so that's really it we could do a lot of different random christmas episodes but we like <laughs> to know. pick so for the future we can always save new christmas episodes right? i know yeah because we you know we have to have christmas episodes for years to come for years and years well let's wrap up this kind of short episode of um tv All tangents right. and have a merry christmas everyone merry christmas and happy, happy birthday, birthday. <laughs> And we'll see you uh, next time. Yay. Bye. Used to laugh and call him names. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents. 